0: How you guys doing? It is Thursday. You know what that means, don't you? Tonight at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, I'll be over on the Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB. It is the 420 show, baby. That is where all you guys grab that old 420 and smoke it up with Hollywood pop a pass it's gonna be a good one Uh, i love doing that show right there it is funny when hollywood gets high man got a lot of information to go over today i'd like to you know what i wanted to cover this project skylark up in canada And I actually wanted to show you how the media covers something like that and really puts clubs and club members at a disadvantage when it comes to getting this information out to the public. Because you got to remember... When somebody gets busted, they put it out in the media, and there's potential jurors out there that are hearing this stuff, so it makes their case a lot harder. Later on, as everybody knows, I do about a half hour on YouTube and Facebook. And then what I do is I go over to the radio station. Chinadown joins me at 8.30 and we have some fun for about an hour. So the show actually lasts about an hour and a half. But you got to catch the second uh, part over on the radio again. uh, MotorcycleMadHouseRadio.com, some fun, fun stuff over there. Before we get going, I wanted to talk about something. It has to do with this deal about a motorcycle association. Uh, There's a lot of uh, confusion uh, regarding the throttle club and what that is. First, let me address the Throttle Club. The Throttle Club, what it is, is a members-only deal over on YouTube. What you get is different perks, uh, like uh, members-only videos each week. You get access to editorials that I put over on HarleyLiberty.com. Uh, Basically, it's a perks program. You know, they give you different emojis and stuff like that. That in no way should be perceived as a damn motorcycle club or motorcycle association, riding club, what have you. Insane Throttle is not, and I'm going to repeat, not involved with any motorcycle association i have talked about it i was looking into doing it and the only reason why i was thinking about doing something was because people needed to ride together have fun and maybe work on some biker rights issues and charity type of deals well you know just putting the feelers out there everything looked like it went to uh hell uh the first freaking week a lot of uh rumors and all that type of stuff and stuff i usually don't address on this show uh but WMMRDB uh db and insane throttle was going to sponsor something like that meaning when we sponsor something it you know we're putting our brand out there and we don't want to look like assholes meaning you know I don't want the brand whatsoever looking bad. It's kind of like how, uh, I don't know, let me pull out a sponsor that uh, does, uh, let's see here, creators. Like Law Tigers sponsoring somebody. That's what it was about. So, the room, everything, it, you, don't put sin into this stuff. I don't want to be in all the freaking... Uh, Drama, I don't want to do any of that stuff. As far as Discord, people were asking me why I only go in there once in a while. China Doll's in charge of the Discord server. Discord is for everybody to get together, talk, have fun, uh, get to know each other, maybe get some writing partners, stuff like that. I go on there because we have our members only uh, once a week in the member section. That's what it's for. I'm not there to get into any drama. I'm not there to get into any, any bullshit. Uh, if anybody's ever listened to me throughout the years, you know I'm not into bullshit. It's just too much stuff for me that I'm doing to get involved in any of that stuff. So, putting it out there again, my brand, Insane Throttle, is not involved with any riding club. Even though I have talked about it and have thought about getting it going, but my vision would have been a lot different. Again, it would have had a center around people fighting for biker rights, motorcycle club profiling, donating to charity, all that kind of stuff. You know, I'm not going to sit there and look freaking stupid in front of everybody that's just not me that's just not the way it is going to go down or happening uh it's a sad state of affairs uh you know henry freaking pegged it baby sad state of affairs with rumors you know what it's funny. I there's the haters that I deal with on a twenty four seven basis. I don't need uh, you know something like this used against me and shit. So that is the case right there. I'm not gonna take up uh, most of the program bitching and crying. That's not what this show is about. I'm just putting it out there, one hundred percent. On the air. So, we're going to be talking about uh, Project Skylark, and I'm going to take you back to when it basically happened. Now, what it is was the Hells Angels, the Red Devils, Hooligans, a few other people got busted. Maybe out of stupidity but most likely rats, you know, informants and stuff coming in there. When something like this happens, it does not mean the whole damn club is like that. Past episodes, when I talk about stuff like this, you and you know what, most of the time I just delete them because I'm sick of hearing it. Well, you know, they're a gang, they're this, they're that. You know, that's people, and you can tell the ignorant ones, they always buy into the law enforcement narrative. And that is something that is really disappointing. You know, I was talking to a buddy of mine, uh, Big D, the other day, and I was telling him, you know what, it's, it's changed so damn much it's like you don't even recognize a lot of stuff, but when it comes to the internet, I guess it uh, amplifies what people probably said, you know, on the street, but you just never heard of it because it was on, it, There was no internet last year. I talked about it with the black, the blue, or the back the blue uh, rallies. I couldn't believe there was actually bikers out there supporting that. What people don't understand and this is what I don't understand about the uh, clubs that let Leo in. Now, they're going to say, "Well, that's their job, that's how they make a living. You know, but you know, when they're off duty, it's not like that. You know what? cops are never off duty. I hate to break your balls, but they're never off-duty. If they are in a club with you, something goes down. All the cop buddies arrive. Now they're not a part of that patch. Now they're running to their boys in blue, because that's where their true loyalty is. So how the hell do you let them in your club? Then you'll have people, well... At least they know who's the cop in the club. And your point is, do you know how much hell the old-timers had to go through? I think a lot of people don't understand that. Learn your history. California, the attorney general there in the 70s, had a hard-on. The Hells Angels. I'm talking legit hard on, man. You know, California wasn't always, you know, loony left. They had them conservatives in there, and that district attorney was one of them. So when RICO passed in 72 or 73, one of those years, immediately they went to use that law against the Hells Angels in 79. Now, thank God, they beat it. That was the one where they got Sonny caught up, and uh, I think it was like 20-something others, and they tried to use that law. You can There's actually New York Times articles that you can read about that, and there's a lot of archive stuff. It is a sad state of affairs when you see how the old-timers had to go through everything, and then... A couple decades later, what they built turns into shit. It's a disgrace, if you ask me. Well, Hollywood, you're always bashing on cops. You're damn right I am. Because they're on the other side of that line. You know that line I always talk about? They're on that other side. It's their job to catch whatever we're doing, stupid. That don't mean you pull them in your club and sit there and do roundabouts with Packers and reach-arounds, man. Because they're never going to be loyal to you. I don't know what you don't understand about that, but there's a prime example of how bikers were doing this back-the-blue crap. Well, on that day in Washington, the cops were beating the hell out of people. That supported them. The other side never supported them. They were actually going after them to defund them. But they held back on that. So what's that tell you about a personality of a Leo? Leo? You're going to sit here and tell me, well, they were just following orders. Man, get out of here. They take an oath to the Constitution of the damn United States. Orders don't mean nothing if you're upholding that oath. So one of the most disturbing things that happens is Leo uses the media To put out things to potential jurors. Again, I don't think you guys understand that. They put it out to potential jurors, which puts bias into the process. Now, I know, throughout you know, freedom of the press, all that type of stuff, people have the right to know. Well, that's right. We do it every day. We give our opinions on articles that are happening in the country, different countries, what have you. But at the same time, I try to bring it to, you know, the straight and narrow middle of the road stuff where clubs have some type of uh, say and hopefully we can reach somebody that might be on one of these juries. It's just, you know what? I know it's been happening (laughs) probably ever since... uh, Hollister with that Time Magazine article making bikers look like a bunch of frickin' drunks and druggies and all they do is sell this or sell that. But that ain't the case, man. Clubs are getting bad raps because of what's in the media and there's no pushback from anybody. Project Skylark is something like that in Canada. I'm going to take you back here. This was August 8th of 2019. Project Skylark targets motorcycle gangs and drug trafficking. On the front page, if you're on the radio or Spotify, the podcast, whatever, it has a big old picture Of the Hell's Angels color. That's for shock value. Is what we call it in the media. Shock value. It automatically brings your attention to the story. Now they got you. Again, jurors or potential jurors are seeing this. I don't know how the system is up in Canada. I'm just using a crossover to the United States with potential jurors. Niagara Falls. Several uh, residences, and this is the beginning of Project Skylark, of the Niagara region, Sudbury and Ottawa, face numerous charges following a multi-jurisdiction investigation into a drug trafficking network Involving members and associates of Outlaw Motorcycle Gangs. Have to keep that narrative up. That clubs are gangs. They gotta. Because if they would have put Outlaw Motorcycle Clubs, it wouldn't have been a big splash for those reading it. Because now what's going to happen is potential jurors are to keep on reading. It is a fact with a lot of articles people will just skim them over meaning they'll read uh, maybe a couple paragraphs and stuff that's why this is intended to keep your attention if you look over here on the right hand side let me bring it back up, there you go The longer you stay on here, the more you're going to look at stuff like uh, the Ontario NPD Parliamentary Budget Office. Every time you click on something here, there is ads. You know, Federal Political Ad Registry, blah, blah, blah. That's why they got to keep you on this page. And what better way to do it than have a picture Big old picture of the death head of the Hells Angels right there, front and center. It goes on. Project Skylark began as a high-level investigation targeting members of the Hells Angels. See what they put there? High-level investigation. Instead of just saying, at the beginning... The people that were involved, they automatically go, say, targeting members, the Hells Angels nomads, the Red Devils MC, and the Hooligans MC, and their, their association, Drug Trafficking Network. See how they tried to tie together? Hells Angels, Red Devils, and the Hooligans. And they're, they're talking about the whole club. They're framing it that way. Association of Drug Trafficking. Members from these OMGs have facilitated the trafficking of cocaine, methamphetamine, and fentanyl throughout the Niagara region, Sudbury, and Ottawa. So now them jurors, because, you know, Let's be honest, most jurors are in their middle ages or older because the younger kids, they skip out on it. They don't want to be a part of it. So you got some people that are really reading into this. That paragraph alone is saying those are not clubs, they are now gangs. And what happens when you get that label gang on you? People get scared. They don't like gangs. So in their mind is, if they get on that jury, oh, we're going to screw these people. We're going to send them away. That is not justice. That's predetermined guilt. At a news conference, OPP Superintendent Brian McKillop and representatives from the project's partner agencies unveiled details of the investigation and photos of the evidence seized during the 14th month investigation. Project Skylark was conducted by the OPP, the Niagara Regional Police, Greater Sudbury, Ottawa Police, Hamilton. I find it funny. What do they do? Just pull from different departments or something? Specialty units from numerous law enforcement partners. They, uh, you know, when they got stuff like Operation Raptor in uh, Australia, we got the biker enforcement team here in the United States. I encourage you guys to go look up what the Biker Enforcement uh, Task Force is. And then you got a lot of people like that schmuck uh, Steve Cook with his Midwest Gang Association or whatever the hell it is. Clubs don't have a freaking chance with these people. During the course of the investigation, the investigative team combined to seize 12.5 kilograms of cocaine, uh, 12.2 kilograms of cannabis. It's funny. I don't know when uh, marijuana became legal in Canada. But the only reason why people get busted with large uh, amounts of uh, marijuana is because the damn freaking... uh, City, state, province, whatever you call it, ain't getting their cut. Goes on 640 grams of shatter, 1,400 packages of cannabis edibles, and fentanyl patch is. Well, Hollywood, that seems like a lot of illegal drugs. Why would you say it's bad to go after them? Go after who did it. Don't go after the clubs. We all, you know what? We all know schlucks, okay? And, you know, I say schlucks because I can't swear on this uh, end of the the madhouse. The cops have the same damn thing. We've read stories where cops were involved in a freaking drug uh, trafficking uh, ring. Does that mean all cops are bad? Well, in Hollywood's opinion, they are. But in a normal uh, person's opinion, no, they're not. They confiscated Hell's Angels Red Devil patches. Project Skylark investigators seized 11 firearms, 700 rounds of ammo, 75,000 in Canadian currency, 30,000 in jewelry, multiple uh, vehicles, including three motorcycles and one residence. So because they seized Hells Angels and Red Devils MC Patches, the whole club's involved. they gang. That's how the narrative goes. Fifteen people have been charged with 195 offensive. The accused persons were held in custody upon arrest. It goes into the charges right here, if you want to look at them. Big stuff, man. Big stuff. And it talks about uh, the people who are arrested. One thing they don't tell you, and I find it kind of funny, is when these people are arrested, you have some uh, women in there. Women cannot be a part... Of clubs like the Hells Angels, Outlaws, Pagans, Mongols, any of the big 1%er clubs, or 99%er clubs. They cannot be a part of them. But you have some newspaper articles that say women are part of these clubs. Because they already know that regular citizens... Can't tell the freaking difference. Let's jump up. Now we're to modern times. Yesterday. Sudbury Court. Accused drug dealer expected to plead next month. Harold Carmichael. Then, uh, you know what? They have some pretty damn good weapons right there. They're probably not automatic. You know, it looks like you got a hunting rifle in there. It looks like you got a lot of hunting rifles because, you know, they'll go and say, well, those are assault weapons. You know what it is? It's a hunting rifle dressed up. Uh, Nottawa man is uh, now expected to plead guilty next month. The charges he is facing arising from Project Skylark. A Providence-wide initiative that targeted Biker gangs and drug trafficking in three Ontario communities, including Sudbury. You notice how they started off again? Biker gangs. They rotate between biker gangs and motorcycle gangs. See how they do that? I ain't even gonna try his French ass name. Uh, let's just call him Blas was set to enter guilty pleas and be sentenced in the Ontario Court of Justice in Sudbury in late November. But that did not happen. Uh, He is residing in Quebec with his surety. Rock and roll. He is facing seven charges, including two uh, drug trafficking offenses, two counts of possession of property obtained by crime, and two counts of conspiracy to commit an indictable offense. Hmm, interesting. Federal prosecutor Michael Jones of Ottawa, who was attending court via teleconference, opposed striking the deal. Mr. Waldenberry is an experienced counsel. Why do you even have to bring that up, said Jones adding that he was granted delay with sentencing last August with the Crown's approval. I'm not going to delay this very long, the judge said, who appeared upset by delay. You have to take care of business if you te- intend to retain him. He was originally facing 14 charges arising from Project Skylark, was to have been sentenced on November 30th, but did not attend court due to a pending COVID test. Then it goes back into the history of Project Skylark. See how they keep your attention. The initiative, investigated members and associates, it's like they pasted and copied, which it looks like they did, from a years er earlier article, and put it here. Hells Angels, Nomads, Red Devils, Motorcycle Club, and Hooligans associated with the trafficking of cocaine, methamphetamine, and fentanyl. Yeah, they basically brought it over. So that is the game that the media plays and the Leo play to uh, really try to get it to where they can control a jury. A lot of people say... Well, if club members weren't guilty, why did they plead? Do you guys understand that the feds have unlimited resources, unlimited to use against people? The reason why the feds have a 98% conviction rate. Is because they have access to them resources that you don't. If you go to trial in, a, say, a federal RICO case, you're out a hundred, hundreds of thousands of dollars, man. Up to million, even if you're rich, at some point it's like, damn, man, this is costing too much. I can't afford it. That is their job to do, man is to outspend you. That is why people who are picked up on federal crimes plead. It doesn't mean that they're an informant. It doesn't mean that uh, they're rats or anything. It just means they're facing the issue in front of them, and the reality that the government has those unlimited resources And they're going to take you down and give you more time. So yeah, they're going to try to work a freaking deal where they get less time. The only thing I don't like about those deals is when they say you got to affirm that you were doing it in relation to a criminal organization. When you get guys affirming into that, that's when they can say, well, the Hells Angels and this club are criminal organizations. Just look what one of their members said when they use that to get a plea out of the guy. That is the number one insanity of them plea deals. Let's move on. Some other news right here in the United States. And again, we're going to talk about how the media really frames a narrative. Double stabbing at Nevada's Nugget Casino leads to critical injuries, police reveal. Ed Silverstein Two men were hospitalized in critical condition Sunday after getting stabbed several times in a parking garage at the Nugget Casino Resort in Sparks, Nevada. They talked about who it was who got stabbed, were transported for emergency treatment to a renowned uh, medical center following the early morning garage struggle. So basically, basically they're saying This is two people that got stabbed. Then you go down. And they start talking about the shootings. And the number one thing they talk about is the Hells Angels and that Mongol shooting out in Nevada. See how they keep on bringing up... Clubs and this type of stuff. And they had nothing to do with this. Nothing whatsoever. So remember that next time you're on a cop's pecker. What they're doing. I'll go over this one tomorrow. Uh, This is going to be a common cause of motorcycle accidents. Every rider should know. And we'll go over the rest of these. uh, Yeah, you know, let me get, uh, let's see here. Get one more in here because I got to go to the second half of the show. Again, MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com. Bikers raise more than $1,000 for Miracle League. And this is from Chris Best. You know, my boy over there, Biker Dad. Bikers hit the road in Baldwin County this past weekend to raise money and awareness for a great cause, the Miracle League of Coastal Alabama. Miracle League is raising money to build a special needs sports park in Baldwin County. According to the organization's website, they plan to, quote, build a park with a baseball field and playground facility designed to eliminate the barriers that prevent our disabled residents and guests from playing side-by-side side with family and friends. Rock on. Uh, let's see here. According to the website, they raised over 300000 uh, thousand but need a million. The Gulf Shores chapter of the Iron Order Motorcycle Club got them a little closer to that goal with their annual poker run, uh, raising 1050 If you want to help out, you can make a donation uh, through, uh, let's see here, Chris's website. So, sounds like a great cause right there, man. More than $1,000 for the Miracle League. Uh, Some of the uh, tomorrow's stories we're also going to talk about is uh, Peter Fonda and his legacy on the biker community. So, what do you guys uh, think right now? of uh, the stories that we're really covering with project Skylark because I think it really does put people at a huge disadvantage when they go to fight these things how you guys doing over there on Facebook if I haven't seen you over there I just'm uh, looking at our uh, chats appreciate you guys joining uh don't forget right. After this uh, goes down, uh, Dow is going to be here. We're going to have some fun and continue the morning show over on the radio. So with that, guys, hopefully uh, you guys tune in. Download the Xeno app as well, and you can listen to uh, Motorcycle Madhouse Radio right from there all day long. Oh by the way uh commercials did pop up on this damn radio I didn't even know about it uh, we had some people say, hey man you got commercials playing uh, over some, right in the middle of uh, music and stuff I, and I like man I didn't even know so I do got a uh, email into our host and asking him what the hell's going on and why the hell ain't Hollywood getting a cut of that money? you guys got ads on my stuff i don't know what's going on that's some horseshit. shit anyway i'm gonna go over to the radio right now and i'll see you over there